0: You are such a geek. <laughs> geek. What is a geek? No! no you me. Me.
1: What is a geek?
0: Wow. You're a Neo Maxi Zoom weeb.
1: What is a geek? Portal, motor kit, bluff, black, wave sold, weedy, big geek.
0: This meeting is being recorded because it is episode 213 of the Broadcast Geeks coming to you again from the ether. Aether, ether, either way, I'm one of your hosts matt Oren and i'm joined by
1: oh and i'm midnight mitch jones we are a dynamic duo this evening or morning or mid-afternoon or while you're taking a shit whenever you're listening to this or future yeah yeah or if you're in the apocalyptic wastelands of the year 2030 and beyond trying to kill someone for gasoline and you happen upon old wire recordings of this podcast welcome they're like what's an mp3 (laughs) (laughs) we're on mp9
0: now bro. (laughs) MP died or or even some different whole different technology where you just think about it and it's in your head it's yeah uh, like some kind of computer neural network
1: you don't got that I got that with my
0: vaccine chip that they put oh, on me. Sh- well, I got Pfizer what did you get Pfizer oh well I, I I didn't realize I got that
1: you gotta stand next to a microwave for a little while and unlock your mutant abilities. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I had no idea Pfizer did that. A Pfizer gang. Pfizer gang. Pfizer gang. Pfizer gang. I, hey, so I, uh, I just kind of jumped into the COVID pool. I feel like just kind of going out and doing something is the best way to break your COVID psychosis. What'd you do? I went to a wedding. My cousin's wedding. Oh, you did big go, old,
0: You mentioned it. Okay. I went. Yeah.
1: I was so afraid of it, but yeah. uh, I... Last Friday, I started off my day by having an unmasked conversation with someone that I'm not in complete contact with all the time.
0: Yeah.
1: And through the course of vaccination, COVID, or to the through the course of conversation rather, COVID came up as it always does in this day and age. Sure. And I found out I found out I was having a conversation with an unvaccinated person. So then I went to work, and my boss took me us to to lunch. And so I went from like being like, I don't know, man, I don't know if I can ever live not on the outside ever again to full conversation with an unmasked, unvaccinated person in a restaurant. I went to a hundred person wedding on Friday night and danced. And, uh, you know, it was one of those big old like, oh, you don't need your spaghetti. You're going to make your grandmama cry. That kind of wedding. And then the next night I went to Hooters. So midnight, Mitch Jones is fucking back, baby. It sounds like
0: you are back. And this is our super spreader episode.
1: <laughs> That's why I'm back in quarantine. I don't know, man. I feel like the, you know, much like uh, swimming, mm-hmm. the best way for me to learn how to swim was to be pushed into the deep end of the pool. Congratulations, Mitch. I'm, I'm glad you you did it.
0: Thanks, man. Uh, we were now I guess we'll you. wait. For
1: two weeks to see if I get COVID
0: and die. Well, that's see, that's the thing. And um, I, I don't know. We we don't have to go too much into this because unless you're a, a virus geek, the the vaccine, as far as I understand it, gives you the protection, but it doesn't give anyone around you who is unvaccinated. All right. So in other words, you could be at this wedding and you're talking to Joe Unvax, and you, you know, <laughs> I maybe. Maybe you caught it from your your cousin, Sarah, and you're vaccinated, so you might have it. You might be asymptomatic. You might not even have it then. You might have gotten it at work, whatever it is. Let's say you you had it going to this wedding. You didn't know it because of the vaccine is effective, right? But the unvaxed person, you're still a spreader. So yeah, even though you're not experiencing the effects of it, you're maybe transmitting it to others. So Joe unvax, who chooses not to get vaccinated...
1: Which is their God-given right as an American
0: is, citizen. That's right. That is their, you know, that's their prerogative, and, and they could get it. But it doesn't put you in any other danger. Do you, you dig what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. So, so
0: were you wearing a mask at any point in this in this uh, spreading day?
1: No, I, I brought it. Just in case, uh, but no one else was. So I was just like, "Well, fuck it. I already did all that other stuff this morning." So okay, um, well, I'm, I'm, I'm to quote Kramer on uh, not not boy from his comedy special but from an episode of seinfeld i'm out there jerry and i
0: love it every minute of it
1: <laughs> actually <laughs> i'm not i'm still very uh apprehensive about everything but who
0: knows well i like i said i've been spending some time down in trinidad and they're like masks well what are those so right not everybody down there is vaccinated and you know it's a tourist town so i I don't know. We still wear masks when we go into buildings mm-hmm. because I seem like it's, it, that's a decent thing to do. Even though there are signs like, eh, you could wear a mask if you want to. Uh, some of us might, you know, like the library, they're all wearing masks and they ask that people mask up. Um, but you go to like some of the, like during even the comedy fest, bro, when we went to, uh, the best bakery around Coley's, they were not wearing masks and, and the, the, The order hadn't gone out yet, but it's, it's a matter of, well, we got vaccinated if they did, you know, so we're back, we're back to the way things used to be. And we're probably going to go back into a mode of something bad because, you know, anything could happen. And much like the flu viruses, they, they mutate, they spread, we get sick. This just happens to be a little bit more serious and might've been engineered either in China or Zemo's lab. We have no idea.
1: Who knows, probably
0: man? I've done it. He's pretty cool, though. Yeah. It, like. it is a masterpiece, James. Like, let me ask you. Was yeah. All right. We could say he was a villain because he's a villain. But right.
1: By definition or by uh, lore, he's a villain.
0: But why? Because he will, uh, he will uh, kill people in his quest for what the righteous feel is wrong?
1: I think he's just a full-on villain because he manipulated someone. A, a walking, living weapon in the Winter Soldier yes. uh, to kill a, a foreign national. So he had Bucky kill King T'Chaka and blow up part of the UN.
0: Okay. So now, why why did he have him? Why What was his goal?
1: Well, if we're to believe what was in the Winter Soldier, like his, his
0: motivation
1: in the uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, he is against super-powered beings because his entire family was killed when the Avengers fought Ultron in Sokovia.
0: But but essentially, it's because he wants there to be a level playing field. Right. He doesn't want there to be super soldiers because how do you compete with something like that? And the people have a right to be able to defend themselves or or whatever it is, live a, a good life. He's kind of like, in a way, he could say he's got doom-like qualities mm-hmm. he cares about his people
1: i think it's more like a chicken and the egg kind of thing because sokovia wouldn't necessarily have been destroyed if the avengers had not created ultron right so i mean he not was that he's
0: against nec- steve rogers right because he's a super soldier not
1: necessarily i think he was okay with steve rogers because steve didn't have any of the hero supremacy that john walker and other superheroes were exhibiting
0: But not initially, he wasn't. He probably came to terms and realized that Steve Rogers is unique. There Mm -hmm. cannot be any other person like him and you you know what to expect from steve rogers and he wouldn't abuse that that position because it wasn't in his nature to be that way which is where zemo argues that people you know if you get if if something like that is given to the wrong person i mean he could argue you could argue he's the wrong person but he would never want it because it goes against what he believes right it, it just makes me It's it sometimes gets me to that point about like even with doom like why is doom a villain what he just wants well all right he's a villain for for a different reason like just as a world leader he was a villain but as far as why we believe him to be a villain in the marvel universe is because he's always fucking shit up trying to mess with the fantastic four and get rid of heroes right so what's i mean traditionally i know doom
1: has it out for Reed Richards because Doom tried to sabotage one of Steve's experiments when they were in school together, and the resulting explosion disfigured his
0: face. Oh, Correct? I don't... My problem is, is that my history has been manipulated by the movies. Right.
1: I think that's what his original motivation was. And then later in the comics... I thought it was just jealousy over Sue Storm. Right. There was
0: that. And And then uh,
1: also... Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
0: No, no. I was going to say, and his intelligence, like he was an intellectual rival of Reed Richards. Right. Because Doom is not one that shares
1: a title so easily. Yeah. He doesn't want anyone to be his equal. Doom is Doom. Right. Right. Um, But I think there's one, I can't remember what book or whatever, because we don't have Nate Balding here to be our comic lore historian, but there's one uh iteration of doom where they he takes off his mask and his disfigurement is psychosomatic he was he's never been like you know he's never had that but i think most most traditionally he's got like you know he has no uh cartilage on the end of his nose so he's got like a skeletal nose and kind of like a uh some missing part of his lip or something like that Doom. yeah Oh,
0: i don't remember because
1: i remember in there's uh there was a run of comics earlier the convergence like a couple a year or two ago where all the marvel realities started becoming physical worlds and kind of encroaching like about to converge on each other and basically kill all life and doom had taken control of one and he was a he was god emperor doom in one of these worlds oh cool and then when everything got converged he's his face got healed and he actually became the he became a version of iron man he started using a stark tech and oh uh,
0: yeah i remember that
1: yeah the sin uh the sinister iron man i can't remember what it was called
0: okay but anyway i I loosely remember that huh
1: i that totally didn't answer your question though
0: no but that's I like that kind of information. It also makes me think of, like, the Dark Avengers, which we've talked about. Right. And uh, uh,
1: I like reading the, doc, the Dark
0: the Avengers. The infamous
1: Iron Man is what it's called. Okay. Doctor Doom. He, so he wears, like, an Iron Man armor, and then, I mean... He, he fights crime, doesn't
0: it? Like, he he. Does. Yeah, he fights
1: crime, and then he right. also wears the cloak over it. Right. So I guess that doesn't really answer, is Zemo really a villain, though?
0: Well, I mean, of course he he is... I feel, though, that the line definitely got blurred by the uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier.
1: Right. They made him an empathetic or a sympathetic rather villain. Yes. Yeah. A sympathetic antagonist, I guess, is what you would call it.
0: Yes. And yeah, he he's definitely a cool character. He's smart. He's funny. He's crafty. Mm-hmm. And he has good intentions. That's the problem. Eh, I don't know. I, guess I'm, I
1: I. guess You can have uh, good intentions, but have bad ideas. Do the means justify the end? Right. Well, I mean, he had that old man blow up a whole van of super soldiers. So at the end of the day, I guess he would still be a villain.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, he was a good
1: one. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. I can't wait to see more of him. He'll be back eventually, I reckon, because he's just chilling in the raft.
0: Which is where I think they're going to tie in Fantastic Four. Because I feel like Reed Richards used to use the raft kind of as like a test ground for his his people.
1: Right. Wouldn't they put, like, wasn't there like a portal to the negative zone? Yeah. Or something like that where they could throw them in there?
0: Yeah. And that ties into the Illuminati, which ties into a lot of what Marvel might be setting up with some of the invasions. Because they have the scrolls, so it's like, why not? Why not? I mean, it's too bad we can't have Black Panther in the Illuminati, but they could show... Charles Xavier, they could show they Dr. could throw Strange. in a black bolt. Tony Stark, right. I guess he's dead, so what what do you do there?
1: I guess you put Rhodey in there. I don't yeah. know,
0: Rhodey and then
1: Shuri or or Koye. Uh speaking of which, okoye is going to get a new Hell yeah. uh, Wakanda uh spin-off on Disney Plus. That would be cool. Yeah. So I don't know if it's just going to be her if it's the entire Dora Milaje, but either way, cool. Show me You know, uh, right now, uh, they are two for two on their marvel streaming shows loki drops next wednesday oh really Uh, yeah loki's is so loki series much like the trickster god himself uh is going to be streaming on wednesdays rather than fridays so it doesn't conflict with new episodes of the bad batch
0: oh okay interesting
1: yeah i don't know if that's the official reason but that's what some jerk in the comments said so (laughs) take it as gospel you know well it's on the internet it's got to be it's got to be right (laughs) yeah I I don't know. I'm I'm fully give me a fucking Zemo show. I don't care. Zemo that would and the be Power a, broker.
0: That would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I think well, speaking of villains though, I started watching Modok.
1: Okay. So what is your impressions of it? Because last time uh you had not seen any of it, if I remember correctly.
0: Right. And who who didn't like it because of the robot chicken feel? Was that you or just that was me. Yeah. I don't I don't mind that aspect of it because it wasn't as robot chicken. Mm. It was still more animated, I feel. Uh-huh. I liked it. I think I think it's funny. I, I think that it's I don't know, it's got a weird earnestness to it um it
1: does it kind of builds in like after the first couple episodes though yeah yeah the first two episodes i think are all set up because i also watched a little more of it
0: yeah what are and, you yeah what are, what are you up how, how many episodes? how many episodes are you up i've watched i think at least six seven i don't know how many episodes there are do you i don't but i ten. think i've watched up through where moda um
1: see i don't know i i feel like i i watched the show but then i don't internalize any of it that uh you know what has actually happened
0: i've watched uh, at least episode five but episode six he struggles to normalize his weird son lou's bar mitzvah plan I feel like i i don't remember seeing that and i don't remember seeing episode oh. Either.
1: i the last one i saw is when they went to the hotel they were going to fire the black hole gun at uh, avengers tower and kill iron man yes and then it's revealed that the uh the board is actually Hexus, the living corporation <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I definitely have uh, softened up to it, and, you know, maybe I'll go back and watch those original episodes, but I I don't know. I've never been one for the robot chicken animation style, but, uh, you know, it grows on you. Yeah. That one with uh, Eddie Pepitone, where you had
0: Armadillo and Melter and Ten Pin yeah yeah, yeah. His, his crew and then they one of them died it was very cobra kai like for me because there was an episode of cobra kai that was exactly like that
1: yes i you know i, I still haven't watched cobra kai catch oh up my on god
0: that. so there's, a, there's but, an episode where johnny goes with his old cobra kai crew and mm-hmm. one of them is dying of cancer so they're like mm. fuck this we got to take him out get him drunk one last spin that kind yeah. of thing so they all go out and they, they do stuff and I think they get into a fight and then they, mm. they end up in the woods camping and the guy with cancer dies and they're all there and they, they honor him and I don't know what they do. I forget what they do, but they, they honor him and they, they, they give him like a good proper ending. And that's what I felt that Modoc episode did for right. uh, who, who died? It was the um, Melter. Melter. And that was yeah. Pepitone? That was Eddie Pepitone, yeah. Right.
1: He had the the perfect uh, he had the perfect name for his sandwich or his hot dog cart, and he wouldn't tell anybody. <laughs> that was a good moment where he leans over and tells it to Modok, and Modok's like,
0: "Best name ever!"
1: And then uh, you know, Melter's dies. <laughs> it's it's funny. Uh, yeah, it is funny. Uh, I like
0: the Super Adaptoid changing into the van and, and seeking validation. Yeah constantly yeah
1: Yeah. maybe i was i perhaps i judged too harshly
0: well you know it's here's the problem is you know it's going to be good because of the people involved right Pat Oswalt is funny. That's why he's known to be funny. He is mm-hmm. funny, mm-hmm. and he also is a big nerd. He's—I mean—he's he's I mean, definitely—he's obviously a geek. He is a longtime fan of the show. Most people don't know that. We don't—we don't—we don't like to name drop too much.
1: Also, if you watch all the way to the end of the—I watch all the credits because I really like the Modoc theme song. <laughs> that bow 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 bow. Bow. At the end there's some Modoc like omnibus that's written by Patton Oswald and someone else that you can order. Oh nice yeah so I'm thinking about looking into that. <laughs> so what is Modoc like is he a robot? Or is he like a, a human? Well, I guess he is a human because he has kids. But like, why is his head so big? Was he always born with a big head and then like a small body?
0: I didn't realize his head was that big. I thought he just kind of grew it. Yeah, like a, with an experiment kind of thing. So he was subjected to a mutagenic process that transformed him into Modok and granted him superhuman intelligence, sacrificing his body for the world's largest brain. Whoa, that is kind of cool. Pretty trippy, man. Yeah, they probably don't want it. I mean, I I, I don't know how big it is comparatively. Y- meaning, you know, if it's if it's to scale, because when you look at it in comics, he he does look pretty big, but not not that big. Like Modoc in this cartoon, his head is square, but in some of the old comics, I guess they changed it that way. It looked like it was more of like a head where the top just gets bigger because of the bigger brain. Mm. But like a big head made even bigger by the stretching of his brain.
1: See, originally, I had always thought he was just a big head. And then he created little arms and legs for himself because he loved that. But I, you know, that was just an assumption on my part. Right. They ever have him fight against Daredevil? They can have Modok v. Murdoch.
0: (laughs) That would be kind of funny. Mental or mobile mechanized organism designed only for killing. Or killing.
1: George Tarleton is his name yes do
0: they say that in the show no they never do she even his I, wife calls him moda
1: that's weird I, I if they said that in the first episode i must have been putting too much energy into hating the animation
0: style right which is a flaw on my part oh this is pretty cool team affiliations aim the headmen the intelligencia the lethal legion agents of Modoc, mercenary organization dedicated only to killing that is pretty cool do you think that this will well so you're about you're
1: about the same amount of episodes in as i am about halfway through the series yeah i'm fine uh do you think this will get a second season uh do you want it to have a second season i guess i
0: don't know if i really care and to be honest i feel what marvel would be better off doing is finding other vaguely obscure villains and characters at least to the layman and create a show and see how it does and then if you create like a whole bunch of these then you could create something else using any of these characters at any time and adapt the style to it i think that would be kind of fun
1: kind of like a an avengers type thing where all the, you know, you have all your individual series, and then maybe you can kind of put them all together like the Defenders.
0: Do you like, and absolutely, do you like uh, Iron Man, John Hamm? Oh,
1: Oh, yeah, of course. I think he's uh, the only suitable replacement for Robert Downey Jr. Oh, yeah? Maybe. Who knows? He's Uh, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. Yeah, he's pretty good at it. I mean, I do like Adrian Pastar uh, as Iron Man on Avengers: Earth Mightiest Heroes. He's pretty good. He basically does a Robert Downey Jr. impersonation.
0: Who does the voice? I'm sorry.
1: I think it's Adrian
0: Pastar. Okay, because I like the old cartoon. Yeah, yeah, man. So far,
1: that's the only like hero that's been shown is Iron Man. There's no like Hulk or anything. None. Not yet, if at all. Yeah. They're, they were going to try to... The one where they were going to go on the heist is they were going to steal Captain America's shield from Avengers Tower.
0: Yeah.
1: I would have loved to have seen that play out, actually.
0: That could have been funny. Yeah. <laughs> Most of you will be killed. Oh, John Daly is a super adept. Oh, nice. Okay. That's pretty funny. And then... Oh, they do have the last name Tarleton. I don't remember uh, ever hearing it, but no, the, I want, it says I here if- the, the kid's... Have the last name Tarleton? Huh. Oh, man. Well, I
1: wonder if they—that's uh, kind of revealed in the back half of the season,
0: possibly. And Beck Bennett, the voice of Launchpad, he is in it. He plays Austin.
1: The uh, oh, that's the the brow dude. That's like the the head of um, Grumble. The Brow. That's right.
0: Brow. Bro. Yeah, this is yeah. a this is a good, it's a good cast. It's Done. a
1: star-studded uh you know offering of Marvel television.
0: Unfortunately, it's on Hulu. I don't have Hulu. But I was able to watch it as a result of somebody having it.
1: Nice. I'll just say that. <laughs> you illegally streamed it. No, you didn't illegally stream it. You you somebody, happened upon somewhere yeah. that was streaming it.
0: Somebody else probably illegally downloaded it. I don't know. I don't know if they... What makes it illegal? Like, if they pay for the service and they're able to copy it, and they're not selling it, they're just watching it, and then they're letting me watch it, either with or without them. Doesn't that seem okay to you? Yeah. Yeah, I mean,
1: I know that they're trying to crack down on account sharing. Hmm. You know, at least Netflix is. I don't know what the other streaming platform's
0: stance on it is. I believe Hulu does as well, because i tried somebody's hulu account and it said hey you don't live in the same area as this person so i don't know that's some fucking bullshit yeah
1: but i guess if you're gonna you know if everything's going to streaming anyway you might as well just try to crack down on it it's just just like you know when you would go out to the box and try to steal cable
0: which i did i'll admit it our household did as well i paid somebody and his name was well we knew him as cable mike he was passed on (laughs) to us Cable cable mike if you're a listener i want to say we we have much love for you and we still regal people with tales of your ability to bring joy and wonder to others yeah we used to
1: steal it from our back neighbor uh jr i don't know if that's his real name or his initials or what but mm. or if he was larry hagman on dallas they okay, are you uh, yeah who who shot jr But uh, we hooked it up and it used to be a thing where like if we would ever go on vacation, I would always want to stay in the hotel room because it's like we don't have Cartoon Network at home. But then we got it at home and that was a moot point from then on now. It's starting to feel that way with all these streaming apps, man. Like I really want to get Paramount Plus because of that new Beavis and Butthead movie that's coming out. Ooh, I don't know about it.
0: I like the yeah. original. Beavis and yeah.
1: Yes. They're making a new, I guess, direct to streaming movie for Paramount Plus. Okay. And there's also going to be the Halo series on Paramount Plus. Oh. But I don't know. I just lost my Amazon. So I'm back down to three streaming networks. And then sometimes that feels like that's enough.
0: So tell me what else you watched while you still had Amazon.
1: I think I talked about everything on here The Boys.
0: invincible
1: the tick and uh that michael b jordan move without remorse
0: so i just want to say since you said the tick i did i did i talk on the last episode that i i've been watching the old one the putty one one no i think you you might have
1: mentioned it briefly but then uh i think most of it has been in the chat so so you've been watching it
0: yeah and you know, it's, he's, I think I even said this when it first came out, he's good as the tick. Mm-hmm. It's because it's almost like Patrick Warburton is the, maybe the model for the tick. Right. So the, you know what I'm saying? Like the inspiration, right. so to speak. He's got that big, dumb, like yes obliviousness to him. And vending menace, you face the tick. And that is not my problem with the show. My problem was is I like what they do with the uh, not well the other characters like Anterior Batman, well and, and Captain Liberty. Mm-hmm. But that's not the characters that were in the comic book or the cartoon. And it's like, well, why did you have to change them?
1: Right, because it's originally Deflator Mouse and American
0: made, right? Yes, yeah. I didn't. I didn't understand why. They did that, and I don't know if I really care for the characters very, if I'm going to be truthful.
1: Beyond Arthur and the Tick, or including Arthur? Well, the that's the
0: thing about Arthur. Arthur is made to be uninteresting. That's what kind of makes him a little interesting, because you're like, well, something's going to happen. Like, he's got to do something, right? <laughs> and I I don't mind Arthur. I, I think I prefer the newer Arthur. I forget his name, even though I listen to his podcast. Um, uh, it's Cameron something, Gil? I think. No, it's uh, his
1: last name for sure is Newman.
0: Yes, Griffin. Griffin. Griffin Newman. Yeah. Yes, Cameron. What did I call him? Uh, Gill. Yeah. Griffin Newman. He's he's a good Arthur. Uh, mm-hmm. The the new tick is definitely better than than warburton Um, oh yeah it always bothered me that
1: patrick warburton didn't have the the mask his he was a full open face
0: tick costume i agree i will agree with that and the new tick is just better it's better for a variety of reasons i really like the terror i think they did a great job there and i don't know if the old tick is really capturing the the villainous aspect of of the tick and of the tick the character of of the series yeah, I, of the show, of, of the story. I don't know. It's good. I, I guess as an introduction, it's fine. I just don't think it's really that great of a show if you have experience and knowledge of The Tick in, in any other format. Right. If that makes sense. I don't know if it does.
1: So if you were to rate it, would you go the cartoon? In the chat, you said the cartoon is the Bible.
0: Yes. For The Tick.
1: For me. Have you ever read the original comics? I did read a bunch of it, yeah. Nice. After this latest Tick tear that i've been on i definitely was like i should get like the omnibus of because there's only like 12 original ben edlin uh issues right Mm -hmm. oh i don't don't know the number but that sounds about right and then is there no more tick comics after that it feels like there would, you know fox kids would have capitalized on them having an animated tv show by making at least like a series based off of the show like the uh, you know a comic series based off of the show cartoon um, so you would say comics was like vision, I guess, uh, broadcast. I read the comics after
0: I watched the cartoon. Okay.
1: So if you were to say, you know, where, we, so you'd put the comics or no, let's just talk broadcast this Is broadcast after all.
0: Yes. I would, would so you cartoon? Uh-huh. No. Well, that's a tough one. Um, I would put the cartoon mostly because it's more prolific than anything else. There's more content there. Exactly. exactly. More seasons. So now if I'm going to make a, a fair comparison, I would take the amount of episodes in two. Well, the amount, it would have to be the amount of episodes the, that I've watched for each, if it's going to be equal. Right. So right. it would have to be in the first six episodes of, of each. Uh, I would still put the cartoon the newest series mm-hmm. and then the Warburton one. And you know it's 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 along the same reasoning that Jeff puts Star Wars above Empire because the more modern TV show might be the Empire Strikes Back. To the cartoons, Star Wars, as far as it might be better, but because the, the cartoon started it all for a lot of people that gives it that sense of greatness. Does, does that make sense that I?
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it, it was the progenesis of the model of what this series and what these people should be. And that works. his character should be, I guess.
0: Yeah. And, and it might actually just be better because it's it's great. The cartoon was fantastic. Did you watch the old cartoon? I watched it when it was on, but it is, it's, it's on YouTube, right? I have no idea. Um, I haven't watched it since it was, it was on. I used to watch it all the time.
1: I'm pretty sure there's a playlist of not only the Patrick Warburton. I keep wanting to just call him the Putty Show.
0: Same. But it's on Crackle. feels like an RV snipe. I think. Crackle? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Where to stream the tick cartoon? Gotta be, be more. Specific. Specific. Be, 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 oh. Amazon Prime is now streaming on there.
1: What the, the, the show? show, the cartoon?
0: yeah tick animated series is now streaming on amazon prime it's the imdb tv with ads oh so maybe you have to pay for it you can also watch it on youtube it appears Ooh, it's definitely been canceled you can probably get it from the library if you want i actually have it i have uh let me see i should have the i have it on my computer like i used to watch it on my ipod i love the cartoons so we yeah. talk about that off pod. I'll have All to right. Yeah. Located. I loved the old cartoon.
1: It's a pale imitation for the, you know, I mean, not the, not the, the, the Patrick Warburton show is a pale imitation. That's probably why it only got nine episodes. Yeah. it's and A lot it's, of them didn't air.
0: It's funny. It's definitely funny. He is good as the, he's funny as the tick, but it's, yeah. it just doesn't, it doesn't hold, doesn't hold water for me, but I gave it, I gave it another shot. So I don't know. I'm over. Like I enjoy everything I watch because I'm able to watch cool things and I enjoy that. I need to get to a point where I'm a little bit more discriminatory. I'm like, well, yeah, like I enjoyed it, but it really is not very good. There's a few things that I, I watch where I just don't enjoy it because I don't know. I, I enjoy moving pictures. They're fun.
1: Yeah. I mean and you're not gonna watch something you don't enjoy. Right. I don't hate watch things.
0: Yeah. I can't I can't even think of something I would like a fuck those people. I'm gonna watch this movie, regardless. Maybe like Titanic or Pearl Harbor at this point. I've never seen those movies. Maybe Pearl I should Harbor. watch it
1: just to spite Michael off. Bay. Yes, but just to spite Michael Bay. Fuck that guy. Oh uh, you rat bastard, I'll fucking watch your movie and I won't like it. <laughs>
0: What are you watching? You, you, uh, I just the the, What's that? You mentioned the Mighty
1: Ducks earlier. Yes. I watched the Mighty Ducks Game Changers on Disney+. Plus. Mm. They just finished up their first season. Hopefully they get more. Knock on wood. Because it was a good show. Definitely a kid's show. But I think it did a great job of integrating the original canon. So especially if you've been into those original sh- movies. Yeah. Um, is
0: gordon bombay um, in it
1: he is Ooh. uh yeah so i don't think he's in like the first two or three okay but um, basically he from the last time we saw him which was in mighty ducks three to now he has he's kind of a disgraced like he he fucking hates hockey but he owns an ice rink for some reason <laughs> can't let it go um, yeah so so what happens in this show is that the mighty duck continued as a quote unquote franchise a little league peewee hockey franchise but mm-hmm. now it, in minnesota peewee hockey and like you know Pre-collegiate hockey is like a big thing to do, and so while Gordon has been in his self-imposed reclusion, he uh, the Ducks has been taken over by like this real asshole coach. And it's really hyper competitive, like, you know, all the like super into sports, like, you know, hey, coach, you got to play my kid this game, like those kind of parents. And so the main, the main kid starts out on the Ducks in the first episode, he's cut. And his mom is Lorelei. Nope. She's the mom from Gil- Gilmore Girls. What's her name? I just watched hey. 10 fucking episodes of her and I cannot remember her name.
0: I don't know. I never watched that show. Me either, but she's also in Bad Santa. I know who she is, unfortunately. Not unfortunately. I know who she is. I don't know.
1: Yeah, she is, is. I could look uh, it up. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Like a Bethany Lauren, or something? Yeah, Lauren Graham. She is the mom of the kid who gets cut. She does play Lorelai Gilmore. Anyway, that's the mom on Gilmore Girls. Um, but so the, the coach is like, he tells the kid, like, You know, you shouldn't even, don't bother playing hockey because you're so shitty. Like, he doesn't say shitty because it's Disney Plus, but it's basically just like, dude, you fucking sucked it off my team. And so his mom, uh, Lauren Graham, she takes up a new team so she starts her own team called the don't bothers and she recruits all these like misfit kids there's her son who's like pretty good at hockey but he doesn't have anyone around him uh there's a kid who is a podcaster that like podcasts all the uh like the little league games but he comes off the bench because he, he's gonna play hockey they have like a skateboard kid that does crazy shit and doesn't mind getting like slammed into things so he's like their enforcer elder
0: uh, Elden henson uh full yep, F- Fuller, Fulfur- Fulton. full. Reed. Reed. Fulton Reed. Yeah.
1: Foggy Nelson. Yeah. <laughs> um, they got a girl with a cape who's like in the D and D. They got like a popular girl who's just
0: like, Yeah, fuck it. I'll be on your team. I don't care. Does Goldberg <laughs> make an appearance? No. He is very methed out in real life. So No, he he, he I just read an article because I remember during twenty twenty he had a good deed happen to him. He had somebody bought him a new set of teeth. Some dentist gave him a whole new set of teeth, and he's sober for a little under a year and just all kinds of shit. So I thought maybe they'd throw him a bone and be like, yeah, come on the show, man. This is what happens when you stay sober. There's very much no
1: Goldberg in here. Uh, There is... So, like, they find... Like they can't find a hockey rink for this new Don't Bother's team. And so uh, Lauren Graham searches all over the city and she eventually finds this place called the Ice Palace. And it's a shitty, rundown place that never has anyone there. And its owner is Gordon Bombay. What a coincidence. Yep. And he's like, no, I fucking hate hockey. No hockey to be played here. And he just, he's kind of off hockey in general. What's out from hockey? I think he got fired from the NCAA for some reason because he was coaching, and also he got hurt playing, so he couldn't play himself, and so he got bitter. So he's very much shut off from get, hockey. Get off my ice. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I I own this ice rink, but fuck, I just like to drive the Zamboni on it. And that's pretty much all he does. So they start having this team, and they're so shitty, and uh, Lauren Grant doesn't know how to coach them. So it kind of just gradually brings Bombay out of retirement. And through the course of the episodes, they you know, eventually they start winning games, and they're like, hey, I got some friends that want to teach us some tricks. And it's like, some of the old ducks like Fulton Reed comes back. Guy Germain and Connie Moreau from the original ducks. Okay, um, they're married now. They have a kid whose name is Gordon. And Uh-oh. yeah, man, yeah. And then Averman comes back. Kenny Wu, the figure skater from D two, comes back. Wow. Um, I think that's it for the original crew. But like, basically, they they teach them some stuff and how to get better. And it all comes down to where they go. They finally start winning, and they get to the tournament, and they have to fight their way to the end, and they fight the Duck. Or not, they don't fight the Ducks, but they have to play against the Duck. Yeah. So, oh, I if you like the original Whitey Duck series, I highly recommend it, man. I, I did.
0: I did. Yeah, Averman. Yeah, all right. And then... G- so not Jesse. He didn't come back. Jesse
1: Hall is not there. Uh, the little kid from the first one that wears the leather jacket. That's like the, the tough kid, smelly or whatever his name was. Yeah. Um. He remember he made that dog shit in a purse and then put a dollar bill hanging out of it and tricked some guy into picking it up. <laughs> yeah that, w- that was one of my standout moments of the original mighty ducks is the the tough kid let a dog eat some hormel chili and then followed it around until it shit and then scooped the shit in the purse and then put a dollar bill hanging out of it and some guy picks it up and drives away with it and then he's like oh and like throws the <laughs> fucking purse <out laughs> and then he chases the kids you know yeah. Uh but notable absences there was no Keenan Thompson he could have come back he could have from d2 yeah um you know there's a lot of standard things like they learn how to do the fucking flying V, and they learn how to you know do some trick plays and all the old ducks like start to they they donate their jerseys to the don't bothers for the final game so they can they come out at the after the second period and
0: they have the old ducks
1: so it's like the old ducks
0: versus the new ducks and who will be the true duck it's kind of weird though that the show is called the mighty ducks even though it's called game changers yeah it's the mighty duck characters that are putting together or building up a team to take on the mighty duck
1: yes so like basically the ducks are the villains for most of this series
0: wow how the mighty have fallen
1: ah uh, yes but i don't want to spoil it in case you want to watch it but i might uh, it is a happy ending okay. for the for the don't bothers. All right. And well, Gordon Bombay.
0: They look like they have cool jerseys, yellow and brown with the don't bothers with the stick underneath it. Yep. Yep. Yeah.
1: Kind of a shitty name for a hockey team. I'm gonna be kind of blatantly obvious or blatantly uh honest, brutally honest rather.
0: Yeah, they could have um, called it like they could have called them, I don't know, maybe stick to it or uh or the trouble, or something like that, or I get don't the know. puck out of here. I don't
1: get know, the <laughs> get the puck out of here. Just <laughs> there's one team, there's one team they play called the Lumberjacks, and it's like, dude, all these guys are like 30 years old. What the fuck are they playing
0: peewee <laughs> hockey for? <laughs> they're, they're all those high school kids that just got mustaches and beards too early. Yeah,
1: they were in school before No Kid Left Behind, so they got left behind.
0: <laughs> they're still doing it, it's like, in, yeah where um, he's talking to Curtis Armstrong. He goes, <laughs> I've been going to this school for seven years. I'm no dummy. <laughs> God, I love that man. Yeah. Which one? Better Off Dead. Uh, better Off Dead. Basically oh. anything with John Cusack in the 80s and 90s, I would say I love. I can't think of... Is he like squeaky clean? Does he have anything going on? I, I dig John Cusack, and I don't want to find out that he's, you know, ready a to sex pest. Yeah, no, guy
1: weird shit. I think he had some faux pas around the election, but it wasn't like sex thing. It was just like a I don't know. I'll look
0: it up. Either way, I dig him. I dig his work. I don't know where I brought him into this. But it, it it reminded me of it. So all right. So game changers. I I want to see Come if Ez on. has watched the Mighty Duck movies, and if she does, maybe we'll watch it. Yeah,
1: I mean it's good for kids too. So if your girls want to watch it, they could, they're probably okay to watch it too. I like Emilio. He's yeah. Emilio is great. He's he's the good Estevez brother. He's, right. Right. He's His a, other brother is off the deep end. I always wanted to write a Mighty Ducks four movie where the like there's some of the ducks became a. Like professional hockey players, and they go to play for the Anaheim Ducks, ver- and their coach is Charlie Sheen. And then they end up being dicks to the non-professional Mighty Ducks, who play on like a beer league hockey game. <laughs> and uh, then the the beer league, they convince Bombay to come out of retirement, and so that's the beer league Ducks coached by Gordon Bombay versus the Anaheim Ducks coached by Charlie Sheen, who doesn't necessarily have to be like a Bombay or whatever, but I always wanted to do that. And then I just never wrote it. And then all that things happen with Charlie Sheen's like, maybe not telling people he has AIDS before fucking them. And it was just like, Ooh, Charlie Sheen, you have two and a half AIDS. Uh, but this seems like a better suited uh replacement for mighty Ducks 4 is this tv show
0: all right well that's good i full transparency here i've never seen the third
1: it's good there's not well, a lot of gordon, remember
0: there's not a lot of gordon bombay on it
1: oh, okay because the all the ducks from d2 go to uh, like a hoity-toity private academy uh-huh. they have to learn how to play uh hockey according to how the academy plays and coach danson mm. and uh eventually gordon bombay shows up and is like hey coach danson's not that bad and they're like yeah all right i guess this guy's not so fucking bad and then they win but they're in like a hoi like it's one of those things where it's just like if you mess up in this academy all you and your little duck friends are going to be expelled so there's an element of like the you know a school romp plus a hockey romp it wasn't the strongest movie
0: it's kind of there's they're kind of like the Bad News Bears of hockey. They are, yeah. And I loved the Bad News Bears movies as a kid. So it was easy for me to make the transition. I, I, I tell you, I, I don't think I could think of one bad hockey movie, to be honest. Well,
1: yeah, friends. you got, got Slap Shot. Great movie. There's that movie Goon.
0: Good movie. My Ducks, Miracles?
1: Miracles is fantastic. Great movie. Mystery Alaska? Yeah. Good movie. Is Out Cold a hockey movie? No, that's a snowboarding movie.
0: Yeah, sir. And now one could argue, what is it, The Cutting Edge? Where, what's the name of that actor? It's it's about a hockey player that gets teamed up with a figure skater. And uh, so, like, is it is it a hockey movie or is it a figure skating movie? Now, it's more of a figure skating movie, but there's a lot of hockey in it. So... Huh. I don't pretty think pretty I've sure ever seen this movie. I'm pretty sure it was called The Cutting Edge.
1: Paul Michael... Oh, no, let's see. Starring db sweeney db sweeney moira, moira kelly yes Moira, Moira. i always say moira for because of uh fucking yeah. x-men
0: yeah moira
1: hello moira
0: <laughs> yeah good movie and then also what was it young blood oh yeah young blood you ever seen young blood no Oh, God. Check it out. Check it out on the IMDb. It's got, uh, what's his name? Is it Rob Lowe? Rob Lowe. I'm and, glad.
1: Uh, is it Patrick? What about uh, MVP? Most Valuable Primate. Oh, I never saw it, it. It's in the same vein as the Air Bud movies, but instead of a Golden Retriever,
0: it's a chimp. And the chimp plays hockey, oh. and
1: it's like, ain't no rule saying a chimp can't play hockey.
0: Okay, I might have to check it out because I don't know. That could be. Was it was it okay, or was it was it a bad movie?
1: Oh, it's a kids movie for sure, so it's probably bad.
0: All right, so it doesn't count.
1: Young blood. Yes. Yeah is this a movie from 1926 or 1936
0: and it had cynthia gibbon in it and she was pretty smoking in that movie i remember and there was just there was always this one scene that got me got my young hormones enraged <laughs> it made you uh go good neck to gazoink yeah I, yeah yeah it, 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 <laughs> it, it did <laughs> it did things for me and yeah this it's one of a good those, like it's a great movie yeah. that has has
1: Tits and sex scenes in it. And it's like rated PG because it came out in 1986.
0: It doesn't have all that. It just has like a maybe side butt or like some silhouette type scene. That that was it. Side butt, silhouette, boobs. That's all it took. Yeah, um, but it's a great hockey movie. It's got Patrick Swayze in it. Rob Lowe as a, as a skater and Cynthia Gibb. Yeah, man,
1: uh, that'd be a good kind of list to see what the greatest hockey movies were. Oh. You know, rank them. I'll have to look that um, I've mostly been watching stuff on that are sports. Like, I also watched the show Big Shot with John Stamos on Disney Plus. Have you seen this?
0: I haven't. I don't even know if I know anything about it. So, he a
1: coach? He is. He's a coach. He's kind of like a Bobby Knight type coach. He's thrown out of the NCAA for hucking a chair and hitting a referee. Oh. So he's like down on his luck and his, his agent or his buddy or whoever like gets people jobs in the NCAA was like, this is the last thing I could get you. So don't fuck it up. And he has to go to a private all girls high school and teach them basketball okay it's you know it's kind of one of those things where you know they teach him how to not be an asshole and he teaches them how to play basketball and there's also kind of a school element to it and his daughter moves in with him you know she was living with her mom and now she comes to live with stamos and you know it's also kind of like i'm kind of an asshole and i don't know how to be a parent and they kind of uh you know learn from each other in that way okay but yeah john stamos ever the charmer uncle jesse for sure i don't think john stamos is Ever been in anything that I'm just like ah, that was fucking trash. Get out of here, Stamos.
0: <laughs> it's hard to see past the hair. You yeah, know? you're like, oh, he's got such good hair. Yeah, man. What is
1: the best Stamos hair? Is it Full House season one where he's got the full-on like helmet hair that's like
0: a mullet? Yeah, that was pretty good. Maybe when they were in the Kokomo video. <laughs> <laughs> I think he looks pretty good there. Antigo. I know. Maybe why don't we go? John Stamos. So I found a list from 2018 of best hockey movies of all time.
1: All right let's run it down and it was just just list it we can talk about the ones if they
0: uh tickle our fans sure sure our spidey sense tingle coming in at number 10 1986 young blood young blood
1: all right okay so that's the according to what list is this by the way the thrillist the thrillist they're pretty on the ball i would say
0: okay if Um, this
1: was like we got this covered i'd say we cannot look at this movie we got this covered as
0: trash okay uh let's see number nine d2 the mighty ducks 19 1994
1: i thought that would be higher man that's the one that sticks out as the best uh, mighty ducks movie to me really okay yeah because they go to the junior goodwill games and everything yep yep and they fight they go against iceland and then there's that you know Gunnar stall the, the the big bruiser on iceland and the mean coach wolf the dentist stanson <laughs> he pulls he pulls gunner aside at the end of the movie he's like Gunner, you lost it for me. He's like, you lost it for yourself. Let's go shake the hand. (laughs) (laughs) Good work, Captain Duck.
0: So number eight is not a hockey movie so much as it's a hockey adjacent movie, I guess. Sudden Death, 1995, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Fuck. Wait, is that the one where... Am I thinking of the
1: right movie where it's like a bomb in the sudden death?
0: So it's... It's not a hockey movie, but hockey is central to the plot. Sample villainous line. I wonder who gets the cup if I blow up the building before the game is over. (laughs) All right. Oh, shit. And Powers Booth is in that. I tell you what, I am going to watch this movie because now I'm intrigued. Uh Number six, Red Army. It's a documentary about the mighty Soviet hockey team. I've never heard of it, but it sounds interesting. Yeah. Uh Oh, it's got a uh, us out. Okay. Number six, Mystery Alaska. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's a wonderful movie. I have, yeah. Coming to number five, The Mighty Ducks. Original. 1992. It's because that fucking dog shit's in that purse, I'm telling you. That's why it's so high on the list. (laughs) They don't talk about it here. Number four, 2005. I don't know this. It's a Canadian biopic, The Rocket. It's about uh, Maurice Richard, The Rocket Richard. All right. Number three, Goon. Lagoon? I don't think I've ever seen it, but I've seen the cover of it, and I feel like that's it's Stifler on Ice. Possibly. I've seen parts of it. I haven't seen it all. Uh, number two, m- 2004, Miracle. Wonderful nice. movie. Story of Herb Brooks and his Team USA, the Miracle Team on Ice. I've been up there, Lake Placid. I went there for some fish shows, but way after the Olympics. And number one, Slapshot. Nice. I was going to say, be-
1: please don't say D3, the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> That's the best one ever. Slapshot. Most
0: people think of Slapshot when they think of hockey movies.
1: Yeah. Let's go get some sodas. None of this. Uh,
0: it was like, wow, I can't remember what he said. But I want an orange or grape. None of this stinking root beer. And and looks like the IMDb has different m- different movies and in different orders. Just jumping to their number one. They, they put Miracle as the number one hockey movie.
1: That's a pretty good one. You got Kurt Russell and
0: that fucking little bobby sherman bob or whatever he's got on yeah
1: his hair is fucking
0: crazy in that movie and they list the cutting edge at number at number five wow it's all subjective my friend based on ratings and all i guess is what it is yeah all right all right well cool i'd like to hear what other people's favorite hockey movies are and and what their number one would be um, in this list. And I wish, how would they get a hold of us though?
1: Uh, well, they can get a hold of us by writing to us at broadcastgeeks at gmail.com. They can send us a tweet at broadcastgeeks or an Instagram at broadcast underscore geeks. You can find us on uh, Facebook. Did I say that part already? You can like you us on Facebook. You can also subscribe to the podcast on Podbean on spotify or apple podcast because that's where we are um and yeah if you uh remember if you remember most valuable primate fucking let's upvote this let's review bomb it and by review it, what's what's the opposite of a review bomb ignoring no i want to get this up i want to because early did you ever see how paddington has unseated citizen kane as the most the best-reviewed movie on Rotten Tomatoes, thereby becoming the best movie ever. Citizen Kane had a 100% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Right. Someone gave it a negative review and knocked it down to 1999 or to 99%. Sure. And uh, the only other movie that had 100% is Paddington Bear or Paddington Two. So therefore, that one. Became the best movie ever, most best-reviewed movie ever, and then we need a
0: a review boom, a review boom, or
1: a yes, yes. So most valuable primate everybody i want you to it's about a chimp who plays hockey i'm gonna watch I mean, it
0: i want to see it because this could be my favorite hockey movie of all time
1: what's better than a chimp wearing clothes chimp wearing ice skates chimp wearing ice skates i'm gonna fucking post this on our uh oh look at this cast it's got rick dukeman i always like him who
0: the hell is rick dukeman he was in the burbs he played the neighbor oh um, mm. he's been in a lot of 80s into the 90s movies. He's still alive? Or 90s, I should say, even. Okay, I know what Dukamen looks like. He was coached. Count Dukamen. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it, too, because I used to think it was Rick Dukaman. Or Dukamen. Yeah, but I I remember hearing... I am
1: skilled in the
0: the Jedi arts by Count Dukaman. It's too bad. He's not even listed as uh, the top
1: cast. Nah, and now he's dead, so... Oh, shit, he was in... Die Hard. He was Walt, the city worker. He was a prison guard in Spaceballs. Yes. He's been in a lot, man. He was in Encino Man, Groundhog's Day, Last Action Hero... Yeah, I like that movie. He was Cindy's dad in Scary Movie.
0: A Fine Mess. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Max Headroom. I remember that show. Hunt for Red October. The Burbs. He was the neighbor in The Burbs. Gremlins 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man.
1: So tell us your favorite Rick Dukeman movie, and is it MVP,
0: (laughs) Most Valuable
1: Primate?
0: Yeah. I want to see where I can find that and watch it. I want to see A Monkey on Ice.
1: It's got to be on Disney+, Plus, man. There's no...
0: Yeah, I would agree. Let's look for it. I'm gonna I mean, go it. I'm gonna also go look for it. So then we will have to bid everybody adieu And how do we do that? We until say until next time. Excelsior. Excelsior.